Good morning, Delaware. It is a beautiful summer morning this morning. I don't know if you were up before dawn, but the moon this morning oh. was just gorgeous. I was not up before dawn this morning, but I uh, did see it last night. It has, it's has it been a good moon this it, week, although just... there's always a downside that comes with a full moon, which is like children and mm, yeah. ERs and just life in general. Things get a little crazy. It does. Yeah, well. It's true. You got to take the bad with the good. Yeah, right? my my dad's worked in hospitals for years. He retired from a hospital, and he was like, "It is true." He's like, "When the full moon happens, the ER is crazy." <laughs> well, our guest this morning is James Gonzalez, who's a senior account executive with Midwest Tape and Hoopla. Um, hoopla, yeah, hoopla. <laughs> so um, I'm not sure if, if he's on. he's on. Okay, good morning, James. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm great. How is it? How's everyone doing? Great. You're coming through loud and clear. Glad to have you on board today. We're going to be talking a little bit about a great app called Just Watch in the second half of the show and some of the other great things that are available through Hoopla. But first, say hello to Gage Tellus, who is behind the board. Good morning. And, and I, I regret missing the full moon. Even though I'm a space guy, I just didn't wake up in time. Well, I think today is the day. I mean, it was like a super moon last night, and it had like the orange hue to it. But hopefully you can still catch it tonight. Hopefully it's a clear night. So anyway, so uh, Nicole, what you reading, binging on, listening to, whatever? I... Have not Why am I doing a New New Jersey accent? Because, 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 the lady. because we listen to the Chrysler Dodge Matthews. <laughs> Sorry. I'll go back to being Midwestern. Right. Okay, or or work on your Russian accent. I'll work on, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Get the moose and squirrel. Sorry. We, <laughs> we uh, I haven't accomplished anything in like my grown-up reading world lately, but I'm working on one, and I should have one ready for next week. Um, my daughter, though, has been eating up a series called The Bad Guys, and I my memory stinks, and I can't remember if I talked about this before or not. Um, but there, the book is called The Bad Guys. It's a series. It's ri- it's a graphic novel. Um, it reads really fast. Like my daughter, I would say, is an average reader going into second grade, and uh, she picked up one of these and had it read within an hour. Now, do I trust that she read all of the words? Not necessarily. <laughs> Did she probably infer a lot from the pictures? Absolutely. <laughs> but that's okay because she's still getting the story and she's figuring it out. Uh, the Bad Guys is by Aaron Blaby, and he um, writes the general concept is you have, and it sounds like a, a punchline to a joke or a setup to a joke. We've got uh, a wolf, a piranha, a tarantula, a shark, and a snake. And Are you the, talking about the U.S. Congress? <laughs> <laughs> they all have been, you know, given the title of bad guy in their life, and they've kind of just went ahead and lived up to that. Well, I guess everybody always sees us as bad guys. We're going to be bad guys. Everyone's afraid of us wherever we go, so why not give them a reason to be afraid of us? There you go. So they're their own little merry troop. And they decide to do lots of, um, you know, they do lots of cons, they do lots of robbings, everything like that. They always have like, they have little little gigs of little things that they're trying to steal along the way. But their big gig is like, you know, we're going to steal like the crystal, the dolphin crystal or something, you know, just all these different things. Sure. Uh, super cute books. Really, really readable. If it sounds familiar, it's because a movie came out uh, with the bad guys um, in it this summer. And it was really cute. Like. Super, super cute. Uh, it follows the first four books in the Bad Guys series. And it. I asked my daughters, okay, 
can you tell me what happened in that movie? Because there are a lot of twists. And I think my between my three-year-old, my four-year-old and my seven-year-old, they said, okay, so there were bad guys, and then they wanted to be good guys. And so a good guy was teaching them how to be good guys. But then it turned out that the good guy was a bad guy, and the bad guys weren't really good guys because then they became bad guys again. But then there was a good mayor who might have been a bad guy, and in the end, I think they're good. <laughs> <laughs> this is dirty, rotten scoundrels for the preschool set. <laughs> it was hilarious. That that gray area is really difficult. Like morality is a really is a, is a really difficult concept for four and seven year olds. So um, the library has and for adults a well, lot of the time yeah. too. <laughs> and so the library we have. We have the bad guys books. Uh, you can you can request them and get them hard copy. Uh, you can check them out on um, digital copy. I did look, James, to see if they're on Hoopla, and they might not just be in our library subscription because I couldn't find them in in our Hoopla subscription. Um, but we do have, uh, and then also if you want to see the movie uh, right now. It's not released on DVD yet. You can watch it if you have Peacock Plus uh, for free or Peacock Premium. You can watch it or you can um, buy it from the other. You can rent it from the other streaming services. So I imagine it will be on DVD very, very soon. Um, the movie stars people like Sam Rockwell as the voice of the the wolf. Mark Marin is the snake. Aquafina is the tarantula. And the beloved Craig Robinson, who I love, is the shark. Uh, Anthony Ramos is the voice of the piranha. So it's a it's a very fun Fun series. Sounds like a good cast, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. So, James, I'm told that you have something you wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, first, I want to thank you for having me on. Um, you know, I really appreciate getting the opportunity to, to speak. And, uh, you know, so so when it comes to my book interests, I guess they're, they're kind of all over the map, depending on my mood. Uh, you know, so, you know, currently right now I'm, I'm doing, uh, you know, some adulting and, and listening to a book about investing, which, you know, obviously has some practical implications in my life. Um, but the, the last book I finished listening to uh, was called The House of Gucci by Sarah Ford. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just a little a little tidbit about myself. Uh, all my life, I've really been interested in a lot of nonfiction content, whether it be, you know, watching sports biographies, uh, I really like documentaries, you know, you name it. So last month, uh, I was traveling to Indiana for work and, and, you know, needed to pick up an audiobook for my drive. And so I was browsing uh, the popular biography collection on Hoopla, and I stumbled upon the House of Gucci book. And so, you know, how I kind of selected this book um, you know, I, after I saw it, I was looking at the synopsis of it, but then I saw that it was, you know, made into a, a major motion picture, mm -hmm. you know, similarly to kind of how uh, what you shared, Nicole, that, you know, that book was made into a, a, a picture as well. Um, but this one is directed by Ridley Scott, and I, uh, I've always loved Ridley Scott movies, but it also stars uh, Lady Gaga, and it, mm -hmm. so that kind of just sold me on the book um, and, and listening to it. But the book is about you know, the Gucci family, uh, their brand and their dynasty. And it, and it really starts and concludes by the telling of uh, uh, the 1995 murder of, of Mauricio Gucci, who's heir to the Gucci family dynasty. And it's really a, a story that takes a lot of twists and turns where it involves murder, madness, glamour, greed, and all types of, of, of family drama where there's a bunch of, you know, backstabbing and, and uh, you know, leverage uh, within their business. But 
the book really kind of intrigued me because it, you know, I got to see the rise of Gucci, the near mm-hmm. fall, and the, the subsequent resurgence as a family dynasty. But funny enough, I was able to relate it to, I guess, my childhood days. You know, when I was uh, maybe being, being forced to watch uh, a soap opera or a telenovela uh, with, yeah. with my grandma or Amelita or mom. So, uh, you know, if you're, you're into those types of shows or reality TV, uh, especially that's big nowadays, you know, this story pretty much plays out much like a reality TV show and would be right up, uh, you know, your alley to read that. You know, funny enough as well, my curiosity after reading the book didn't just stop. I ended up watching a movie on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and and just like we're going to talk later on, I found I ended up finding it on Just Watch, and mm-hmm. you know, much like most of the book to film kind of movies, at least in my mind, uh, it definitely didn't live up to the hype of the book, and I was just being really critical of, you know, hey, this wasn't in the book, and this <laughs> is in the movie, or it's not not the same sort of thing. So uh, yeah, that was what I uh, recently listened to. Well, great. That's uh, House of Gucci's. Uh, I also saw the movie. I have not read the book um, and was really impressed with Lady Gaga. Way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, I'll have to try to check out the book, too. Thanks, James. All right, so my book is one that I, not the kind of thing I usually read, but I was th- uh, looking at the New York Times a couple of days ago, and it, in passing, it, met, it mentioned this book called Joan is Okay. And it just said it was about her kind of, it said her existential struggle. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, that that sounds r- interesting. So I found it. We had it on the shelf. It's a short enough. It's book. a short book. I mm-hmm. figured I could give it a shot, and I got to tell you, it surprised me. I it's, love it's, those. Um, yeah, let me tell. Uh, uh, it's called again. Jonah's okay, and it's spelled out okay a y. And the book is by a woman named Y Y Wong, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing Y but it's W E I K E W A N G. Uh, she was born in uh, Nanjing, China, and grew up in Australia, Canada, and the United States. She graduated from Harvard, earning undergraduate degrees in chemistry and a doctorate in public health. And because she's such an underachiever, she also earned a Master of Fine Arts degree from Boston University. From Boston. Yeah. From... <laughs> Where she packs a cat. Okay. Well, now you're going to have Joyce after you because of that, that Boston accent. Um, this is her second novel, and she's also written short stories that have appeared in The New Yorker and Plowshares. Uh, and she currently lives in New York City, where she and she teaches at the University of Pennsylvania, Columbia, and Barnard. Goodness, yeah, underachievers. Yeah, I she said. needs to just you know like do more. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but this is a, a it's a quirky kind of entertaining fast read. It's there's very little dialogue actually. It's completely told from the point of view of Joan. She has no last name. She's a very successful attending physician in the intensive care unit of an unnamed New York City hospital. And from the outside, Joan just appears to be a workaholic. Hmm, where hmm. did I get that? Um, but the hospital is Joan's life. She really feels like that is where she belongs, where mm-hmm. she lives. Uh, she's childless, she's single, and she basically has no life outside of the hospital. Uh, and she, like I said, she loves her hospital and especially her department as her family. Um, she's always seeking out extra shifts to work in the hospital and to cover time off for the other attending physicians. Uh, as the daughter of Chinese immigrants, um, she's uh, she's kind of unmoored, let me put it that way. But mm-hmm. um, her parents returned to China once Joan started the university. She's got a considerably older brother named Feng who has become very successful as a financier, and he lives just outside of New York in Greenwich, Connecticut. Um, at the opening of the novel, Joan's father dies suddenly back in China, and she dashes home for a weekend for the funeral. Yes, she dashes home 
for a weekend to China. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, which is what actually sparks the rest of the novel. Uh, she, uh, her apparent lack of bereavement and the, the fact that she's racking up this large number of hours sparks the attention of the Human Resources Department, which oh. is totally empathetic and totally clueless. Oh. Uh, sets off these alarm bells. So they order her, not exactly order her, but they just kind of make it clear to her that she needs to take some time off. <laughs> she hasn't done anything wrong. I mean, her patients love her, her uh, the, the other doctors love her, but uh, she is not... She's not suffering properly, according to the HR department. So she has to take six weeks of leave, which just totally leaves her even more unmoored. Goodness. Oh, and did I mention this novel is set between November 2019 and March of 2020? Oh, mm -hmm. So throughout the novel, we hear hints that there's this new virus that's been identified in Wuhan, China, and it seems to be causing something of a stir there. Um, Jonah's Okay is an insightful look at how cultures can interface but mostly fail to connect completely. Her um, Joan's trenchant observations about the hospital, its patients, its staff, and especially her overbearing and oblivious neighbor, Mark. Um, think Seinfeld's Kramer, uh -huh. okay? Uh, but without the all of the weird, The goofiness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that permeate the book. And But Joan's mother, who's an unwilling visitor to Fang's estate gets and gets trapped there when COVID restrictions go into effect, um, she steals the show. Her her looks at the world are just priceless. So this is also the first novel I've read that deals with the pandemic, and it reminds us of how the tsunami built slowly over a period of months until it overwhelmed almost everything. For that alone, it's worth reading. But um, it's it's a very entertaining novel. Like I say, very short, quick read, but I recommend it highly. It's called Joan is Okay by Waikiki Wong. It's available in all of our branches. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so I don't. I didn't bother to check if there's an e-version available. It's not on Hoopla, but it is on Libby. Okay, so there is an e-version available I'm sorry, available James. Well. I keep trying to give you, like, you know, an extra push there, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we will be back uh, with James Gonzalez from Hoopla in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned. And speaking of the Friends of the Library, let's talk about the big book sale that's coming up this weekend at the Delaware Library. We have a book and media sale. The books will be in the garage. The uh, media, that's DVDs, uh, recorded books, mm -hmm. and uh, CDs will be in the community room in the building. And that's from 5 to 8 tonight and 9 to I want to say three. three tomorrow. Yeah, I want to say three. Yes, I think it is three. Yes, three o'clock. That's what it says right there. So uh, make sure you stop by. Great bargains. The uh, books will be uh, at the usual price per bag. The media stuff sells for $1 per title. So it's, it's, really a, it's, the, it's the best deal in town. A great deal. So anyway, we're welcoming Jim Gonz James Gonzalez, the senior account executive for Midwest Tapes and Hoopla. So welcome to the show, James. Hello. <laughs> so, yes, we're, we're um, so um, tell us a little bit about your business. Tell us a little bit about the Just Watch app and uh, kind of take it from there. <laughs> I know uh, Molly met you at a library conference a couple of months ago and, and uh, got you hooked in for the show here. So we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Midwest Tape and, and Hoopla has been around close to, to 30 years now. It's I think it's 30 years plus. Our our owner who uh, who started the company started with a video music or a, like a video store called Sights and Sounds, um, and he ended up expanding into the the library space after he he was talking with with someone about libraries and the and the demand for for VHS tapes. So but he you know back in the day he would go in a van. And would travel from library to library selling used VHS tapes. And obviously, 
you know, it morphed from a business that was, you know, like a mom and pop sort of shop to, you know, we're close to, I think, just south of 400 employees, um, you know, worldwide now. Um, And so, yeah, it's, it's morphed into just, you know, someone used VHS and we've obviously, you know, followed along with, you know, VHS to to DVDs, to to audiobook CDs, uh, to music, to uh, Blu-rays. And and then, you know, obviously in um, the, you know, 2000, I want to say 2012, 2013 is when we launched uh, Hoopla, which is our our digital arm. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we've uh, really expanded. And, you know, uh, Hoopla offers, you know, instantaneous access to to 1.2 million titles across uh, a, a wide variety of formats. So, you know, we're talking um, book content, whether it be audiobooks, ebooks, uh, graphic, uh, graphic novels or comics, uh, music, uh, movies and television. And then uh, we recently added a, a seventh uh, format, which we, we call Binge Pass. Oh, mm-hmm. tell us more about that. That is a new one, right? That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as I shared, um, Binge Pass is our newest format that we just brought on in, in 2022. Actually, it was the end of 2021 into 2022. And, and what it does is it gives patrons, you know, unlimited access to collections of great online content for seven days and all with just a single borrow. So, you know, patrons can, can browse the Hoopla Binge Passes just like they would browse uh, the library's normal uh, Hoopla collection. Uh, and they'll be able to find it with, uh, you know, if they're using a uh, mobile device, they could find it on the More button, um, or, you know, they can find it on the website when utilizing, uh, you know, the Hoopla website. Um, right now, we're up to four bench passes, and so, you know, we're talking Hoopla magazines, great courses, uh, video content, um, curiosity stream video content, which is uh, Discovery Channels. Um, you know, streaming sort of service. And then we recently added a children's interactive, uh, you know, content uh, called Hellosaurus, which, you know, has like popular titles like The Wiggles or Love Diana. Um, and so those are the four that we've, we've recently added on. Um, but the, the ultimate sort of goal is to expand that sort of bench pass offering to include a wide variety of, of, of content providers. That's that's so cool, and I'm so glad that you brought that up too because it is a new uh, it is a new service, and even I haven't had an opportunity to explore it. And I'm a pretty loyal uh, Hoopla uh, user. And just for our for our listeners who may or may not know, of course, your library card gets you lots of lots of free access. Your library card gets you lots of digital free access. Um, the way that Hoopla works is most of that content is available right now on demand. Um, there's a handful of things that are popular titles that might have a shorter wait to them. Um, but George and I were talking about over the break that there are some library hacks um, that you might not know about that we're okay with sharing, uh, which is we at the Delaware County District Library might subscribe to a different um, you know, tier of Hoopla than, let's say, a library a little further south of us. <laughs> um, and you can figure out who that is. And if you have a card at both the Delaware County District Library and the other library, um, then you can uh, you can you can use both. Honestly, you can you can input your card and see. Well, does Delaware Library's collection have it? No. Okay. Does the other one's library collection have it? Yes. 
okay, then I'll go ahead and I'll borrow it from that. And we don't care. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So when I was mentioning earlier that like our collection doesn't have the bad guys, maybe Columbus's does. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, tell us a little bit about Just Watch. That's a a really interesting app. And I'm not sure if that's actually your product or if you just made us aware of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it actually isn't our product. Um, It's a website um, and the website's justwatch.com. That's, Actually, where you can easily and I guess, you know, efficiently and quickly find, you know, movies and television series. And so when I when I met with Molly at ALA, she was talking about, you know, how she loves using her, her Roku device. So, um, you know, accessibility is, is to patrons is extremely important to, to Hoopla. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we support close to 3000 uh, different devices. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking Android, iOS. I mean. Even, uh, you know, with your TV, if you have, like, you know, Molly really loved using a Roku, uh, Mm -hmm. or I use a Fire Stick, Mm -hmm. or maybe your Apple or Android TV or Chromecast, it's all, um, you know, compatible with Hoopla, and it's even compatible in your car. Some of the newer enhancements for accessibility, we recently got Apple CarPlay and Mm -hmm. Android Auto, Mm -hmm. Um, but with the various streaming services out there, like I said, it's kind of hard to know where to find movies and streaming shows, so... um, just Watch, you know, I don't know how we got connected with Just Watch or how they decided that they would, in the search engine, if you're searching for a title, of, you know, a movie or a show, that Hoopla would generate in that search engine. And so, um, you know, if you're searching for the House of Gucci or, you know, I, I similarly to you, Nicole, I have, I have three young kids, right. um, five and younger. And so if I'm wanting to watch the Sesame Street, I can just search in Sesame Street. And, you know, it'll it'll pop up. And if I select a title, one of the things that, that's really neat about Just Watch is that Hoopa will actually generate in there. The logo will be there. You click on that logo, it will take you directly into the Hoopa website or the app, whichever, you know, whichever uh, you're using. That's fantastic. It really is. And and it's it's a really, really easy to use app. You can anytime, anytime George and I even, you know, if you're listening to Off the Shelf on WDLR, you can, you know, and we mentioned something, if it's a media, you know, you can go to, because I had one title that I was going to talk about today um, called The Morning Show. And it's in its third, or it's going into its third season. And I looked on Just Watch to see, you know, where other people can watch it because, you know, it depends. Oh, do I have a Peacock Premium? Do I have Apple Plus? Do I have all these other things? Um, and that one is like only available on Apple TV. And I was like, well, I'm not going to talk about it because it's pretty inaccessible for anyone who doesn't have that. But you can you can tell the app like I have a Canopy account, I have a Hoopla account, I have a uh, this and that account. And it'll say, look, it's free on your on your streaming services. So that's a just a, a great option. So we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us this morning, James. Uh, and uh, Hoopla has been a, a great service. I also have to say your um, uh, recommender service is really good because mm-hmm. uh, frequently I found titles in there that I'd never heard of. I, I read a lot of mo- uh, motion picture, TV biographies, and it's recommended stuff that I never knew was available, like Basil Rathbone's autobiography that I didn't even know existed and that was available through Hoopla. So I, I really appreciate finding kind of some kind of obscure things like that as well. So great librarians behind the scenes curating yes, work. Obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks very much for being here. Uh, we we really do appreciate it. We've got just it's not a lot going on in the library this week, but we do want to again mention the bargain book sale tonight and tomorrow. Delaware Library, five to eight tonight, 
uh, at 9 to 3 tomorrow. What else have we got going on? Well, we mentioned last week when we had Melissa on the show that the Tween Art Explorers will be uh, gathering on Monday night at 6.30. Um, you don't have to register, but we like it if you do. It helps us give you uh, information before you go. Um, what they're doing is origami, like little woodland critters, and yes. they're going to add that to their fairy garden. And I did stop by um, this past Monday to see the fairy garden at the Orange um, Imagination Garden. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's it's so cute. They have put so much work into them. They have lacquered all of their um, fairy houses, and so they are, I think, officially displayed in the garden now, so That's you great. will be able to see them. We, we have also, a library board meeting yep. on Tuesday night at 5 o'clock at the Delaware Library. That's, of course, open to the public, as they always are. Uh, and we have a program on Wednesday night, a little more serious one, on understanding Alzheimer's and dementia. That's from 6.30 to 7.30. We do ask people to register in advance for that if they can. But mm-hmm. if you just show up, we probably won't throw you out. Yeah, it's at the Orange Branch at 6.30, and it's presented by um, our friends from the Alzheimer's Association, and they do a great job. Um, they're also going to be talking probably about two of their walks that they have coming up, one in downtown Delaware and one in downtown Columbus, depending on where you are closest to. Great. So... Thank you very much, Nicole. Always a pleasure. Uh, James, thank you very much for being here. James Gonzalez with uh, Midwest Tapes yeah, and Hoopla. We really appreciate it. Gage, as always, great job behind the board. Thank you. And <laughs> we will see you in the stacks.